Welcome, guys, to another episode of the Lifting Nerds podcast. This is our 42nd um, episode, and it's only me today. Uh, and uh, tomorrow, we're probably going to be talking to, uh, you know, Brandon again, and we're going to be discussing kind of the project. But this episode, um, I feel a little bit more, uh, you know, a uh, little bit nervous talking about this because it's going to be a little bit more sensitive topic. And, uh, you know, I really want uh, some of your input to this. So the topic we are going to be do- talking about today is, you know, couple goals. So I don't know how many of you guys, uh, you know, enjoy it or how many of you guys, you know, would follow on, you know, some influencers or things like that, you know, you know, the hashtag couple goals thing. Uh, apparently, you know, if your, uh, you know, significant other, your partner, your wife, you know, works out with you and then you both get goals together. It's really, really sweet to watch. And, uh, it's also very motivating that, you know, couples can actually achieve the same thing. Now that is the realistic life. You know, that is not, I'm sorry, that's not the realistic life. That's the dream. But how many of you there out there, you know, has actually seen, uh, many, many individuals or, or even yourself, you're a significant other, you know, if you have a, a fitness dream, and you want to accomplish that, you know, your your significant other might mentally support you, but maybe not, um, you know, motivated or, you know, driven enough to actually do it with you. So I don't know if, if that makes sense, you know, usually that's, you know, that's some of the cases that, um, you know, your, your partner might want to just, you know, enjoy life, uh, you know, compared to, you know, trying to eat healthy and things like that, you know, so I am going to discuss a little bit about, you know, what are some of the challenges that, uh, you know, couples actually make. So right now, um, you know, my, my wife is prepping. Uh, so we're in kind of that scenario as well. And earlier this year, I was prepping and she wasn't. So right now I'm in the off season and she's, you know, very, very close to on season. So here's, uh, you know, some of the challenges we actually do uh, run into. Now, I'm not going to be talking about in a contest bodybuilding prep standard point. I'm just going to be talking a little bit on, you know, just like a general fitness. So let's say if somebody is, for example, uh, a little bit overweight and, you know, they just want to lose that belly fat, you know, just get in a little bit more shape, lose about like 10, 20 pounds. And, you know, and then they find you the simple coach. And the first thing the coach is going to actually talk to you about, even myself, the first thing I'll actually talk about, you know, is your lifestyle and your eating habits. These are the two main things that we would definitely need to talk about first and address first in order to, for you to make that change. So first off is we're going to be talking a little bit about, you know, eating habits. Eating habits is definitely going to be the first thing on the list because nutrition is going to be the first thing that is going to change uh, your body composition, it's going to change, uh, you know, your, what your, your energy level and all that stuff. So, uh, if your if your significant other is, you know, mentally supporting you on your fitness journey, but he's not, or he or she is not, uh, you know, taking part in it, then, you know, you're going to have a little bit of a conflict. You know, if you're, if you are, you know, very disciplined and you want to make this work, you're very driven and you want to eat clean. So you go start, you go to the, you know, grocery store and you start, you know, you know, buying your groceries and you start home prepping and meal prepping and all that stuff. But your significant other says, hey, man, I mean, it's Friday night, you know, let's have pizza, let's relax a little bit, you've worked hard for like the whole week. And, you know, deep down, when you're still not, you know, 100% uh, committed to this, uh, there are times where you might potentially slip up. And that is actually when 
um, that is actually when you go back to your coach and say, oh, you know what? I had like, you know, Chinese food or I had like pizza over the weekend because, you know, it's the weekend and we were and you start to believe that you worked hard for that week. And then what ends up happening is, you know, it's either you work hard for, you know, five, six days and then it's not that you binge, but you see a slower progress in, uh, you know, trying to maintain that habit and you see a slower progress in your body composition or even losing weight because of that. So I would say that eating habits will affect um, that, you know, your ultimate goal, what, what you actually want to potentially look like Uh, you will progress. Don't get me wrong. You will still progress. You know, you'll still see results just probably not as a fast pace uh, as you might expect. So if, if let's say in a perfect world, uh, we give like as a coach and we're working with a client and, you know, our expectation or even your expectation is you're going to achieve somewhat of a really good process or progress within, you know, 12 to 16 weeks. Uh, and if, you know, we eat out or we, you know, enjoy our life a little bit, a little heavier over the weekend, you know, that might prolong a little bit further. And if you want to, you know, if you get a really strict to it and if you stick to like a seven day and you don't binge, you don't cheat, you don't do any of that. And you're very strict with your macros, then you probably see your, you know, a lot more quicker results within a short time period. So that's just like a, a, a bigger topic that's, you know, how to balance in between the two. Uh, as, uh, you know, some, some, some that we talk about is, you know, uh, calculating the macronutrients, uh, that's going to be a, that's going to be a one of the, uh, you know, really bigger things where you can still enjoy the foods that you actually eat, uh, and just how we measure and how we actually, uh, calculate on the, the quantity of food that you eat out. So that's going to be the, one of the bigger, bigger, uh, stuff there. Uh, but also the second point I want to talk about is, you know, time spent together on, you know, certain activities. So if, um, you are, you know, working out and you want to be a little bit more active just to get a better composition, but your partner isn't really there and, and, uh, he or she probably just wants to stay home most of the time where you want to go for a walk, you know, you lose that time where you do stuff together. And, you know, you might not want to stay at home all day, you know, sitting on the couch, you know, binge watching Netflix or things like that. But, you know, he or she, your partner wants to do that because, you know, Netflix has a really, really good shows and you just want to keep watching, keep watching. You know, I get that. I really get that. Um, So on the other end is you, uh, you probably just go out and, you know, do all these activities yourselves and it just ends up, uh, it just ends up you're going to be by yourself and you're just, you're probably going to be a little bit more lonely. And, um, you, I would say that you will start your relationship will probably take a little bit of a toll because you going on your fitness journey, you're going to start to bond with, um, individuals with very similar goals. And, uh, at the rise of your partner, uh, they are, they are going to probably stay, uh, more or less in the same place. And, um, I'm not saying that you're going to have to ditch them. Uh, you can still enjoy activities together, but it's going to be limited. And just, I want you guys to really prioritize the time that you guys have together. Um, so come up with activities that you can both do, um, something that doesn't really have to involve, you know, very high levels activity, I would say even just going for a walk, 
that would be something that you can build together and you also still get, you know, your activity time together. Uh, I mean, it's a summer right now. You want to get a lot more activity outdoors. So maybe some like going to the lake, things like that, you know, just playing with some water, things like that. Those would be, you know, some activities you can do together. Just um, maybe in the winter time, it's going to be a little bit more challenging. Probably you're going to go play in the snow or something like that. If you know where you live has snow. Um, but those are, you know, some of the ideas that you potentially have. So, uh, for the third point is, uh, one of the, one of the other bigger ones that, uh, would potentially take a toll is, uh, lifestyle habits. So, uh, this, uh, I would say is one that has a broader, um, topic to it because, one of the ones that we talked about is eating habits that actually is part of the lifestyle habits things where, uh, you know, you might have different foods, you know, you know, your partner probably will just eat uh, whatever they feel like uh, as you, you're a little, you're going to be a little bit more strict with what your nutrition intake is going to be. Uh, on the other hand is also how your body clock actually will start to work differently. So if you're a little bit more active, uh, you will tend to have a little bit more energy throughout the day. And then, you know, once nighttime actually comes, you will start to probably sleep a little bit more consistently. So I'll say consistently and not early is because everybody body clock is going to be different. If you sleep about 2 a.m. every night and that's just how your body works. I did talk about this on a previous episode on, you know, you know night owls and morning larks. So if you have a morning lark, you tend to sleep a little bit earlier. As soon as the sun goes down, you'll probably just go to bed and you'll wake up like really early when the sun comes up. So I'm not going to go into deets with that, but that's going to be the main uh, challenges is if your body clock is going to be set that time um, and it's going to be consistent, but your partner's uh, body clock is not going to work the same. Sometimes they might sleep earlier. Sometimes they're going to sleep later than you. And it just so happens uh, that you might be sleeping at different times. Uh, so, you know, it's not like the worst thing, uh, but I mean, your, your, your living habits are going to be the same. So you're probably in bed um, a little bit earlier. So I would make, uh, I would just say that this has happened for me right now. Uh, I would sleep a little bit earlier uh, and I would wake up a little bit earlier. Uh, I would have my eight hour sleep. I'll sleep around like midnight, maybe closer to 1 a.m. And then I'll wake up at like 8, 7.30 to 8 a.m. in the morning. Um, that's when I would actually get up. Uh, but on the other hand, my wife would probably sleep a little bit later, around like 2, 2 a.m., sometimes into 2.30. And then she'll wake up a little bit more later, 8.30 to like 9 a.m. That's the time slot. So we're probably like around an hour-ish difference in time. So um it has been honestly quite a challenge um, because we used to sleep together. Uh, we go to bed at the same time and then we'll wake up roughly about the same time. Now, because uh, early in the year I was doing a prep and then I had a little bit less energy and I wake up a little bit earlier. Uh, I think it was for work. And then, you know, my body clock just kind of like changed a little bit. So uh, do spend quality time together. Uh, I mean, it's not the worst thing. As I said, it's not the worst thing if you have different sleep habits, um, but that is going to be some things that I hope it doesn't change because some individuals, you guys would probably just go back to work where you wake up in the morning, you go to work, you don't see each other for the day. And then when you go back, 
you know, you when you come back home from work, you probably want your own little, you know, you you time where you wind down, you cool down from the day. So you're not really interacting with your significant other that much. And then um, and once you're ready, you're wind down, you're you're wound down and all that stuff. Your partner probably comes home and then, you know, he or she probably needs her own time where you're doing your own stuff. So there's, you know, very limited communication in between. And then by the time, you know, she's ready or he's ready, you're probably going to go to bed. And then, you know, you just guys don't, just don't talk. That is like, I'm just stating like, that. that's like a worst case scenario. <laughs> and if that accumulates, that's going to probably tank your relationship a little bit. But uh, honestly, all in all, I would say fair uh, that if you have a, you know, fitness goal, and you want to be healthy nine times, nine and a half out of 10, honestly, your significant other would definitely support you. And if you do this long enough, it will motivate them to uh, do it too, because I wouldn't know anybody who would say no to being healthy. Um, who doesn't want to live, you know, uh, you know, a, a, a life, you know, without, you know, sickness and everybody wants to be healthy and, you know, sick free and all that stuff. So uh, you will motivate them. And then that's how, you know, hashtag couple goals is going to come together uh, where you're both trying to achieve a healthy lifestyle. where you are just trying to both eat a little bit more clean yet. You guys will still enjoy life a little bit. And through activity level, uh, you as the person who is, uh, you know, motivated to have a fitness goal, you would automatically your lifestyle would affect your significant other. Um, you know, they would be curious on, you know, stuff that they're doing. And they would eventually see results that you're achieving. And that would motivate them. It's like, hey, this is actually working. Maybe I should try it. And then that's how you guys can, you know, achieve both your fitness levels together and then, you know, live a happier life. And that's the beauty of having, you know, hashtag couple goals. And, uh, you know, so you both be healthy. You both be, you know, nice and happy. And you guys would definitely live, uh, you know, a much more uh, energetic life. So, um, so those are some of the downsides to couple goals, but all in all, if one person in the couple actually starts, it would definitely motivate the other to do it. So, you know, if you guys lack motivation, do it together. You know, if you guys do it together, you both would uh, motivate each other to, you know, to actually begin. And, you know, that's, that's going to be, that's also going to uh, help you, you know, strengthen uh, you know, like give a little bit more spark to your relationship because, you know, you guys have something new to look forward to every day. Uh, but all in all, that's pretty much all I got for you guys. Uh, hope this actually helps. If you guys have any comments or questions, definitely leave them in the comments. Uh, more than happy to, you know, answer them. This will be live on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts on Friday. So uh, if you guys are tuning in after, please screenshot the uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, share your Instagram story and tag me. We be really, really great. She appreciate that. And as a small favor, if you can, uh, go on to Spotify or Apple Podcasts, go down to the bottom and uh, leave us a review. And that would be, you know, really, really greatly appreciate it. But that's all I got for you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace.